Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of this newsletter is going to be making second dates successfully. So what we're going to talk about, I got one email that I'm going to go through, actually two emails I'm going to go through. And the first email, the guy's got several different scenarios where he went out on dates, started hooking up with girls. And some of them are kind of giving him shit about him waiting. I think he waited about a week to call him after he hooked up and had sex with him. So he wants to make sure that he's not coming off as a dick to these women or making them feel like they were used. And so he brings up a lot of good things in here in his email that we can go through to make sure that the courtship continues to progress and he's still able to hang out, have fun, and hook up with these women. But before we get into it, I have a quote that I wrote. And this is really something important to consider when you're dating women because the whole reason why you use the things that I talk about is because right away you'll find out in real short order whether or not the women that you're going out with have a good attitude or if they're insecure or they're needy because of their reaction when you call them. And he actually goes through several of the responses that he's getting from some of these women. Obviously several of them are insecure. He says, and so the quote I want to share that I wrote says, When dating, people who have a healthy self-esteem will be happy that you got in touch with them. People who are insecure or who have a shitty attitude will be angry and pissed off if they feel you did not get in contact with them soon enough. If you want your relationship life to be a drama-free zone, you should only continue dating members of the opposite sex who don't constantly get pissed off or butthurt when you don't meet their unreasonable expectations. Dating only people of the opposite sex who have a carefree attitude, who are flexible, good communicators, and who always assume that you have the best intentions will be easy and effortless to be with. Life is too short to fuck with anything else. I can say a big amen to that. So th this is the thing is like when you start applying the things I teach, you're going to have a lot more choices and a lot more options that you're used to. But you're also going to start seeing bad behavior that you may have never seen before from women. And so you've got to get into the habit where you start rejecting women that have a shitty attitude or that just are really insecure and get pissed off. How come you didn't call me? It's like, think about it. Common sense would say if a woman's upset when you call her to ask her out again, like, how come you haven't called me sooner? It's like, you have my number. You wanted to talk, you can pick up and call me. I mean, that's common sense. But you never want to get yourself into a situation where you're backpedaling and you're apologizing and trying to justify your actions. You always want to have a better comeback. That's when you say, Is there something wrong with your phone? I mean, it's like if you want to, I would love to talk to you if you had something you want to talk about. But you can pick up the phone and call me and see what they're at. And you know, women have a shitty attitude and they're mad. Like, oh, well, you just went to get my pants. Why would you want to date somebody like that? It's like you don't. It's like fuck that noise. So let's go ahead and get in this guy's email. He says, hey, Corey, and I've done a – this guy writes some really good questions and I've answered two or three of his email questions that he sent to me before in previous video newsletters. He says, hey, Corey, thanks for the solid advice and your answer to dating slump. In particular, your observation that I had stopped doing what had made me successful rang true. So I started again setting weekly targets of saying hi and asking the names of 80 random women. Since then, I've been on five first dates and guess what? On those dates, I've kissed them all. Well, he's definitely getting better because when this guy, when I first started coaching him, it had been several years since he'd been on a date and gotten laid. 
So he definitely was suffering from a pussy embargo. But thankfully, the pussy embargo has been lifted. He says, And since then I've been on five first dates and guess what? On those dates I've kissed them all and I've made out passionately in three cases with one of those leading to sex on the second date. At, and at the time of this writing, I have just completed a spectacular evening and morning session of the Indoor Olympics. And this was also a first date. Nice. So you went out on a first date and you got laid. Good fucking job. That's why I say repetition is the mother of skill. Excellence is not a singular act. It's a habit. You are what you do repeatedly. And you've got to get good at this stuff. Because when you get in the habit of treating all women the same and you show up just like James Bond would be, if a woman's attracted to you, she can't help but have a great time and hang out and have fun and hook up with you. Because you never know when you're going to meet a girl that just knocks your fucking socks off and you're just going to click and you're going to be into her and she's going to be into you. And if you're not practiced enough at this stuff, you're going to fuck it up. I talk to guys every single fucking day when I'm doing phone sessions and I go, have you read my book yet? And he's like, I've been following you for a year or six months. And have you read my book yet? Well, no, I, I started it. I, I read a little bit of it. And I was like, you fucked up. You don't know the fundamentals. It's like that's why you're getting jerked around or that's why you're getting rejected. It's really simple to learn the basics. It's like please, 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 I implore you to. If you haven't read my book and you're watching this, you need to read it. Download the Kindle version for 10 bucks, or if you don't want to spend the 10 bucks, read it for free on my website. You've got to learn the fundamentals. You cannot get around that. Otherwise, you're going to be blowing great opportunities and sitting at home with Rosie and her five friends instead of having a woman that's taking care of you. He says, at one point, she was leaning on my shoulder and I just got bold. I held her chin and I went for her lips. That's fucking masculine. That is James Bondage. That's what James Bond would do. Good fucking job, dude. This guy was afraid to talk to women. And now I gave him a goal. I was like, talk to 80 women. I think it was – I said, over well, the next month, I want you to say hello to 80 women. And he went out and did that and it got really easy. He was like, this is not a big deal. And then he started making dates and then he ended up – I think he went on three or four dates or maybe it was five different dates and different women. And he got laid with one of them. He was ecstatic. And so now he's going out on five new dates and two of these women he's hooked up with. One of them on a first date. Guess what? He's getting fucking better, dude. And he kissed all of those girls, which was way better than the first five that he went out with. I'm excited for him, dude. He says she was shocked and briefly tried to pull away, but then kissed me back passionately, and then she stopped. The next thing she said was, who told you you could do that? And that's when you go, you were just kissing me. It was obviously, you weren't complaining because you stuck your tongue down my throat. I had a girlfriend, one of the ones I wrote about in my, in my book, at, it was funny, it was like a few days later when I was retelling the story of, and she's like, I wasn't ready for you to kiss me. I was like, yeah, that's why you had your tongue down my throat. You weren't fucking ready my ass. It's like, that's what they do. And she just giggled and laughed. Why? Because she's testing me. She's just testing to see what I'm made of. Because most guys would go, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. And then that'd be it. You wouldn't get any more kisses the rest of the night and you'd probably never hear from her again. But when you have the James Bond smirk, it's like, well, you obviously liked it. You got to know those comebacks. I did an article a while back, the best comebacks ever. Learn some of those. Get in the habit of using those and practice them. Because when a woman throws that shit at you, you got to be ready. You always use humor and be playful. It's like, it's not my fault. You were looking at me with those puppy dog eyes and it's like, what am I supposed to do? 
I couldn't help it. I mean, your lips looked like they were just saying, please kiss me. He says, I didn't, I didn't have a great comeback, so I just smiled and said, I took a chance. That's good enough. He says, what would you have said? Well, I just gave you several options. Memorize a few of those and use them next time because you never know when a woman's going to throw a test at you like that. Obviously, she liked it and she didn't have a problem with it. But she's just trying to bust your balls a little bit to see how you react. And you reacted with a James Bond smirky smart, smart. I just took a chance. That's what men do. They take risks. It was good enough. It was adequate. He says, how do I balance being a challenge versus being cold, especially after having sex on a date? And so like I was saying earlier about the quote. If you wait a week, so what? Maybe you're fucking busy. Maybe you're traveling. Maybe you're away on business. She ain't your fucking girlfriend. You went on a one date and you, had, you hooked up. She doesn't own you. You're not her fucking possession. You're not her male prostitute. Think about it. If you, if you call a girl three or four days later, well, how come you didn't call me sooner? Like, oh, baby, did you want to talk to me sooner? Did you miss me? I was like, wow, you know, you could have picked up the phone and called me. If I didn't know you were that excited to see me, you should have reached out. It's like, I want to see you. When are you free to get together? She's crabby. She, you know, the reason it bothers her is because she's insecure and she's butthurt. And the better you get at it when you hear that, you're like, because remember the, the email that I read the other day from the woman who basically commented that she purposely waits to call guys back and she doesn't call when she says, I'll call you tomorrow and she doesn't do it just to see how they react. And any hint of anger or desperation in their voice, she's fucking out of there. And now that the shoe is on the other foot and you're actually experiencing women displaying these signs of neediness and insecurity, guess what? I wouldn't go out with them again. But hey, you're new to this. Keep hanging out, having fun, and hooking up. But always use humor. But this tells you volumes about the self-esteem of the woman that you're dating. Because when women hear this from guys, they get kicked to the curb. And so now you're seeing women doing the same thing to you, and it's a turnoff. Nobody likes insecure, weak people or needy people. Because it's basically, I'm not worthy, I don't deserve you, you're probably just going to break my heart, so let me get out now before we get too far down the road because I don't want to get emotionally attached. A woman's got a good attitude, like, hey, it's so great to hear from you. I was wondering, wondering when you were going to call, it's great to hear your voice. Wouldn't you much rather hear that than, oh, I thought you were going to call sooner than that. <sighs> Fuck that shit. Life's too short, man. Let some other schmuck deal with that. He says, I've read in your chapters the first step in keeping it steady repeatedly where you advise us the same calling principle that I outlined previously applies to all dates for the first couple of months. You know what this tells me? It tells me you still haven't read the second edition of my book. And we had a phone session a couple months ago, dude, and I said, go to my website and read the second edition. And I don't think he's done that. You're missing stuff, dude. I I've added 50 pages to the original edition of my book and I completely re-edited the whole thing. It's a lot more effective coaching manual than the original one. The original one is eight, nine years old now at this point. You're tying your shoelaces unnecessarily. Don't do that, man. I want your life to be easy. I want things to be effortless for you. I want your personal life to be a source of love and inspiration 
and pleasure and satisfaction. Not fucking drama and bitchy chicks that are pissed off that you didn't call them within two days of sleeping with them. They could pick up the phone and call you. Think about it. It's common sense. So he says, I feel like after having sex with a girl, she almost expects you to call the next day or at least not wait several days. One with a good attitude and a healthy self-esteem, it won't bother them one bit. They might be internally disappointed. Oh, I thought he was going to call. But when you do call, they'll be glad to hear from you. They'll be excited. They'll be sweet. They'll be enthusiastic. And they'll be ready to make another date. But this is why I say you got to have experience. you got to treat all women the same because then you start to see these kinds of behaviors for yourself. Because six months from now, you won't give these kind of women the time of day. He says, since I, this is what I do that works so well because what you, what you got to think of is like dating the courtship is really like making a, snow, a small snowball at the top of a, a very large hill. And then you just kind of kick it over the edge and let it roll down. And as the snowball goes down the hill, it gets bigger and bigger as it picks up snow along the way. And so the man, all the man really has to do, especially with a woman that has a really high level of attraction, is make one date. That's why I make a date on the spot and you go out on the first date. Or sometimes you have an instant date. I mean you meet a girl and you're at a social event and you're going to be there for a while. You don't need to just leave. If you're having a great time and things are going well, the whole object of seduction is to get closer and closer to a woman until you ultimately end up inside of her, right? So if you do that and you have a great time, you hang out, you have fun and you hook up, then when she leaves the next morning if she stays over or you drop her off the next day, this is the best thing to say to her. Call me later. Hey, call me later. Most of the time, they won't. They'll wait a day or two. But they'll reach out and they're not going to ask you out. They'll just text you and say, hey, I had a really great time the other night, blah, blah, blah. Something along those lines. And then you just go, I had a really great time too. When are you free to get together next? Now, women have a high level of confidence and a healthy self-esteem. They might wait a day or two to get back to you when you send that text. And that's why you got to be cool with it. Because the really hot women, the really alpha females, the ones that you think are supermodels to you, that's what the one, women that have their pick of men, that's what they're going to do to you. You're dating a Victoria's Secret model and she has guys throwing their dicks at her all the time. What's going to happen? She's going to wait a day or two to get back to you when you send her. So she reaches out maybe a day or two after you – when you last saw her. You said, hey, call me later. And then when she reaches out, she'll be like, hey, I had a great time the other night. Typically something along those lines or hey, I saw a movie and it reminded me of you, something like that. And then that's when you just say – Hey, yeah, I had a great time too. I'd really love to see you again. When are you free to get together next? And she might wait a day or two to respond to that. Why? Well, she's doing that to see what you're made of. She's doing that to see if you're worthy. She wants to make sure that there is absolutely no hint of anger or desperation in your voice. Because if she senses that, if you don't wait, if, it, if 24 hours goes by and you're like, Hey, did you get my text? Hey, hello? Anybody there? Are you there? Your guy sent a text like that. You're out. That's it. You blew it. But if it's like a game of tennis. You hit the ball over the net, you got to wait for her to hit it back. And so what you do in that case is when she finally does, hey, I'm free Friday, I'm free Sunday, I'm free Thursday, whatever it happens to be, and you say, great, how about 7 o'clock, whatever. And if she's already been to your place, invite her back over. Hey, let's make dinner together. Do something simple like that. Hang out, have fun, and hook up. You don't have to go on some extravagant date. Just keep it really simple. It makes it easy. And it's like the analogy about knocking a snowball down the hill. So think about it. Every time she leaves, 
If she's staying over at your place or you're dropping her off, hey, call me later. Always say that. And then guess what? Now they're chasing you. And so you're pretty much done with the initiating. You don't have to call them. You don't have to text them anymore after that. Why? Because now they're in the habit of reaching out to you a day or two later. Because you said, call me later. And usually they go, yeah, I'll do that. I'll call you later when I get this done or I get that done. And then they don't. So what? So a day or two later they reach out to you and then you make the next date. And then you go and you have your next date a few days later. And then after that date, the third date or the fourth date, the fifth date, it's the same process over and over and over again. Hey, call me later. A day or two after that. What you'll notice as time goes by and their attraction level grows, they will start calling you later. And then you just make the next date. Maybe they come over that night. And then it gets to the point about week seven, that's when they're in love. And then you're, you're pretty much over at your house all the time or you're over at theirs every single night. It's pretty easy. And really, you initiated the first date, but after that, since you ended the date with, hey, call me later, guess what? How many calls do you have to initiate after that? How easy does that make that if you're a man? It allows a woman to come to you at her own pace as she feels comfortable just to reach out. Now, again, they're not going to ask you out on a date. It's your job as the man to be decisive, to be direct, and make a date right on the spot. So he says, since I've been plying your work and starting to get laid and waiting to call the next Monday, I've gotten responses from women like, I felt so bad when you didn't call for three days and I didn't know you would just be a user. Those women have bad attitudes and they're, they're insecure and they don't have a healthy self-esteem. But when they respond that way, you can say, oh, sweetie, it's, it sounds like you really miss me. It's great to hear I'd really love to see you again. When are you free to get together? Or if she says, I didn't know you would be a user, say nonsense. Do you honestly think that I would just use a woman that's as awesome and as beautiful and as humorous and as fun and as sweet and as charming and as sexy and as great a lover as you are? Come on. I want to see you. When are you free to get together next? Be like that. He says, just yesterday, Monday, I called my date from last Thursday who I made out with passionately but didn't have sex because she was on her period and she remarked, I thought you had given up on me. I was like, baby, I wouldn't give up on you. I think you're awesome. I want to see you when you're free to get together next time. Just like that. She's not complaining. She's communicating. This particular one is basically communicating, oh, I'm a little disappointed. I want to wish you would have gotten in touch with me sooner. That's a good sign. What does that mean? It means she fucking likes you. It means she likes you more. Then the last time she saw you, her attraction level is growing. You are getting exactly what you want, dude. Good fucking job. But it's your fear of loss. You're like, oh my God, I'm going to lose her. She's going to forget about me. He says, the Monday before Christmas, which was the 23rd, I had sex on the second date and had planned to wait until the following Monday to call, which would be textbook, right? But I didn't hold out and called her Friday, so no contact on Christmas Day or Boxing Day, and I arranged a date to cook dinner with me on Sunday. She did not appear excited and said, okay. When Sunday came, she canceled claiming headaches all day. And my attitude towards that would be like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that you're feeling like that. Well, you know, let me know when you feel better and we'll reschedule something then and we'll have a great time because I want to see you. And then you got to walk and never look back. That means you don't call her. You may never hear from her again. Maybe she was just looking to hook up. Hey, dude, what you got to understand is sometimes women want to just get laid. And so don't take it personally if you hook up with a girl. She doesn't want to hook up with you after that. Maybe you weren't good in bed. Maybe you had bad breath. I don't know. 
doesn't fucking matter. Who cares? Next. Five dates, you kissed all of them, and you had sex with two. That's fucking great. You're doing awesome, bro. Pat your fucking self in the back. A few months ago, you were suffering for a several-year-long pussy embargo, and now here you are getting laid on a first date with one girl and getting laid on a second date with another. It's all good. That's a win in my book. That's multiple wins. You're doing great. Keep doing what you're doing. He says, even though my not reaching out to her never came up, I have to wonder if she felt badly about that lowered attraction level. I'd say, well, probably because you called her right away, especially around the holidays. It's a little too much too soon. And plus she canceled on you. So maybe she just wasn't that into you. That's okay. It's going to happen. So he says, so assuming I've had sex with a girl and she doesn't reach out to me first, do the same, do the same calling principles apply? Absolutely. But one thing I, I want you to do, and I discuss this in my, my sec, the second edition of my book, which you need to read, and obviously you haven't, is when you drop her off or she leaves the next morning, just say, hey, call me later. Just like that. Or you kiss her goodbye, call me later, honey. Just like that. And a day or two later, you've just given her permission where it's just, you didn't say, hey, call me later so we can make a date. You just say, call me later. It's very easy. That way she can reach out to you and talk when she's ready to see you again. And that way you know you're not over pursuing. And then guess what? If you don't hear from her for a, you know, a whole week, then I would call her and try to make the second date. But more than likely, most of the time, if the girl has a really high level of attraction for you, she will call you within a day or two. Why? Because you told her to. And you made it comfortable for her to do that. And when she does, just be like, hey, great to hear from you. I'd love to see you. When are you free to get together next? Make your next date. And like I said, if you do that, you pretty much you only have to reach out one time. And that's initiating the very first date. But after that, she's always calling you. And guess what? If she's chasing you, she ain't blowing you off. She ain't ditching you. So let's get into the second email. This one's a uh, success story from a guy, and it's a real short one. He says, hey, coach, I'm writing to share my success using your techniques. I was once one of those dopes who tried a text your ex back program. And now at the start, it did help me examine my situation, but obviously wasn't going to have the desired effect. So I took your tact and told her the whole, I'm not interested in just friends, but give me a call speech. And then I cut her off completely. I haven't heard from her since, but I could care less now. I started dating, I started a dating profile with online dating and I met a cool girl that I'm going out with again tonight. In my head at first, I didn't expect to have much more success, but recently I feel that I've had a breakthrough. My friends and I went out and the little coach, Corey Wayne, that was on my shoulder told me to do it. He says, so I did the opposite of everything I would have normally done. I never danced, but on that night, I went out on the dance floor. Even if you suck at dancing, get out there and fucking dance like a jackass. Go dance like fucking Jim Carrey or just a total loon. Who fucking cares? It shows you got confidence and you don't give a shit. And what is the number one most important thing to women that they find attractive in men? Confidence. And that expresses confidence. So he says, I had old women all over me and that confused the attractive girls. By the end of the night, the younger women were approaching me. This is exactly what I talk about in the article I wrote several years ago, which will always work. It'll work 50 years from now. How to get women to approach you first. If you haven't read it, watch it. Google Corey Wayne, how to get women to approach you first and follow it. Because this was guy, these guys out having a great time. The old, ugly, unattractive women are approaching him. And then the younger, less confident women see this and they go, oh, these women are going up to this guy. Let me go see what he's all about. 
It's really easy. Think about it. If they're coming up to you from the moment you first meet, you don't have to do any fucking chasing. You don't have to do nothing. All you have to do is invite them to join you. It's very fucking simple. Why chase and pursue and do all that pickup artist bullshit? We can just go be the center of attention and have a great time. And women will come up to you and you just, hey, let's go have a drink together. Hey, come on over here if you care to join me for a drink. Hey, I want to head back to my place if you care to join me for a glass of champagne. Really simple. He says, by the end of the night, younger women were approaching me and I even made out with two of them. Oh, you poor baby. And got kissed by one of the older ones also. Oh, you poor baby. Oh, you're suffering right through that evening, aren't you? He says, right now I have the problem of too many options and I can thank you for that, Sensei. Well, good job, Kimasabi. Keep on trucking. Keep on applying the things that I teach and keep on having a great, abundant life. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype, or email session with me. You can choose any of those options by going to any page of my website. Click the Products tab at the top of your screen and just follow the instructions. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.